tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boostbytaxday to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial, LLC, member SIPC. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Spiritual Insights with Charlotte Spicer. Spirituality and Metaphysics Talk Radio. Featuring a course in miracles, dream interpretation, guided meditation, and the psychic and metaphysics free-for-all. It's your opportunity to consult with a professional psychic medium, discuss past lives, the chakras, and more. We are non-denominational, and there are no limits. Want to change your life? You must first change your mind. 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 No matter your religious structure, cultivate peace in your reality through self-awareness with an authentic spiritual teacher. And now, your host, Charlotte Spicer. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Spiritual Insights. Thank you so much for tuning in to another Change of Heart Energetic Healing segment. I'll take a few calls and perform various techniques to help you release negative emotions and other contributing factors to feeling unable to move forward. You can call in on the first Thursday of the month, the first and third Wednesday of the month at 3 p.m. Eastern, and any additional segments that I can add that where I have an opportunity to, to help more listeners. With me to serve as guides are Jesus, also known as Yeshua, Mother Mary, and the head of my spirit guide team, Ezekiel. Depending on the work that is done, other beings may also drop by to assist or offer a message. The main heart clearing technique involves using remote viewing to see into the heart center and other energetic levels to identify residual negative emotions that are blocking the presence of love, money, and peace. Once you recognize its presence and how it is impacting your life, I am then able to remove it for you. To learn more about the technique or to book a private session with me, visit spiritualinsightsradio.com where you'll find several options available. And receiving a testimonial from you through the website is a great way to tell me how you're doing after a healing experience on the air. As always, in preparation for your call, please ensure you're in a quiet, safe environment where you can have healing work done. Also have pen and paper available to take notes. And absolutely, please do not call in from a moving vehicle as I cannot do this work where you are in a place where you may not be absolutely safe. Okay, so it's pretty impactful. All right, so here's the lineup. Area code 863, you're up first, followed by area code 904. Not sure how much time I'll be spending with everybody, so I'll go slow with the lineup. Just hang in there, and we'll see how many people we can take. Okay, I have a pretty good amount of time today. All right, area code 863, bring you live. Hello, what's your name and where are you from? Hi, this is Julia from Florida. Hi, Julia. How are you doing? Hello there. Oh, I'm doing pretty good for the most part. Yeah? What's going on? How can I help you? Well, um, I saw, you know, with the heart and chakra clearing, and I'd really, you know, I've done a lot of work myself and um, some healer work, but 
I just feel like maybe there might be some residual, so I'm, I'd really like to make some changes, and sometimes, like, fear okay. will come up about making changes, and, uh, like, my ex-husband, sometimes when, like, out of the blue, I'll hear from him, and that instant clinch of fear. Yeah. So, obviously, there's something that's still hasn't been released. I've done a lot of writing letters and burning them, and, you know, I forgive you, I forgive me, you know. Lots of different techniques, but still that little fear just, you know, gets me when I totally get see it. his name pop uh-huh. up. So, yeah. Uh-huh. So. Uh-huh. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. Let's get to the bottom of it for you. Give me two seconds. I want to start out with, um, yeah, let me go for unconscious fears. And neutralize those so that whatever I do for you for this will kind of take a little better so that there's nothing resisting it, okay? Mm-hmm. And so those fears are, like like you said, fear of change. There are two types of change, external, such as your ex-husband calling and maybe whether he says something or does something or even just feeling that energy, um, that, that would be fearful. Um, that he could make some kind of change in your reality, you know. Then there's internal change where if we see ourselves a certain way and we believe certain things about ourselves. And when we're afraid of internal change, that's the same as saying, well, if I woke up tomorrow and felt like a different person, would that scare me or would that comfort me? For instance, if you woke up tomorrow without any fear, total freedom from fear, wouldn't that be comforting to you that you can relax and breathe? Yes. Yes. So um, that's the the short version of that. And then there's also fear of failure, fear of success, and fear of the future. So change in the future can be interrelated on many different levels because we don't know what's around the corner. We don't know what the outcome looks like. We don't know how we'll react to it, if it will be something that will make us feel happy or joyful or peaceful, or if it will make us uncomfortable and feel like we have to resist it. You know what I mean? So without going into each one individually, just in the interest of time, anything going on beneath the surface on an unconscious level, I'm just going to neutralize it real quick. And you can tell you do a lot of spiritual work because it's done already. Okay. So let's go in. Just take a normal breath, Julia, just to see how it feels to breathe right now because it's likely to change. Okay. Good. Okay, good. And then open your heart center as big as you can. See if you can get the edges of the chakra to come to the outer edges of your ribs. Perfect. Okay. So I'm going to go in. We're going to go with a focus on fear. Let me just check in with them real quick and see if there's anything specific they want me to do. Okay. What I'm going in to find is a fear of annihilation. Does that make sense to you? Mm. Um, wow. Pretty, pretty deep. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> I was not expecting that. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, so there's a so there's a deep seated fear of, and I think you came here with it in this incarnation. Let me just double check. Yes. Okay. So some of us come in with this fear that. We can be destroyed in some way, whether emotionally, mentally, physically, financially. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, that does make sense. 
okay, so throughout our lives, we had this fear of disaster. I'll, I'll use the word disaster. And whatever that whatever that definition entails, like for, for me, a total disaster would be, oh, wait, losing my husband. You know what I mean? That would be, yeah. that would kill me. Yeah. Yeah. Other people. You mentioned that. Uh-huh. Well, Why is that funny? It just like played out in my life. Well, it wasn't funny at the time, but as you're saying it now, how it just played out in my life just this month is I had gone to see my daughter, and it's the first time that I had gone to her house to see her since the divorce. And Mm -hmm. I had so much anxiety and fear around that. It's just like it was really heavy, really, I mean, almost ruined the trip for me. I was so fearful that, you know, I would do something or say something, and she would reject me and, you know, basically Mm -hmm. wouldn't love me anymore. So yeah, wow. Okay. All right. Got it. Okay. So that's that's at the core, and then there will be other fears that kind of trip that trigger. You know what I mean? And all like that scenario with mm-hmm. your daughter. So it's really just poking a wound that you were born with, and we come here to learn wow. certain things. And so part of your journey then would have been about cultivating a feeling of safety and belonging, without fear of the landscape changing that no matter what the external looks like, you understand it to be a reflection of the internal. And then we move towards the purity of that in the light of love and away from the fear that that's absolutely from a lot of past lives. I think um, as, as your soul journey continued with all the different, and this happens to a lot of people, you're, you know, you're not alone. With all the different ways there are to die on this planet, and Mm -hmm. depending on the number of ways that we experience in previous incarnations, sometimes we develop an issue with it. And so it feels to me, yes, 5, 6, 10, 20, the number keeps rising, 30. There's more than 30 lifetimes where you were afraid to die thinking it was the end, different thoughts about that. And so in this incarnation, you set out to make peace with that. That's the succinct way. You just want to make peace with the fact that death is a part of life and it's just a cycle and not this fearful ending in a black hole where you don't know who you are. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay, and then in terms of your daughter, what I'm getting is that that fear of what if she rejects me and doesn't love me anymore. What you're really saying is who would I be then? Like you're you now, but that love and that energy coming at you from your daughter that you put so much time and energy invested in raising her, no matter what that relationship looks like today, you still made that investment. There's still that huge um attachment to that and so if she were to take that energy away it's like your heart would sputter and and your mind would be rolling with who am i who am i now if this person doesn't love me make sense yeah okay all right so let me go in it's not hard to find yeah and it's colored red so that 
That means it comes from the first chakra, which is about survival. In your case, it could have connotations about physical death. For most people, it doesn't. It's basically just, what does my life look like? Why is it like this? What are these patterns? How am I going to live, uh, survive this situation? I can't live this way. All those metaphors that roll around in our minds where or life is in that statement. You know what I mean? And so Mm -hmm. that's where it started. And again, that was at birth. But then what it's done throughout your different experiences is left a residual in the heart center. And that is impacting you, as you know. Okay, so now I'm going to take it out with your blessing. And if you want to say a, a statement of forgiveness towards yourself for having to learn this lesson, you can say that in your mind as I do it, and that will loosen it up for me. What's interesting is that as I removed it and it is gone, it turned orange to point to the second chakra. Did you have a a fear like this with regard to uh, motherhood or creativity, childbirth, anything that you can think of that you remember? Um, I don't know. Maybe it was, you know, the fact that I just divorced and I was married for a very long time. So it just, you know, that kind of turned me on my head. So it was like that big change. And then if something happened to where she didn't love me, then that would be like, you know, like you said, devastating. Okay. Let me find. I mean, those are huge life changes. They are. It was over 30 years. So it was a very long marriage. Okay. Nope. I need to find different words. Once I find the perfect words, it'll, it'll make sense. Um, but I appreciate that. Um, I have to analyze the layers of it. Well, I know creatively I've been kind of stagnant. So, yeah, there I can see where the creative creativity would, you know. Right. Mother was just saying, yes, her creativity was stifled when she was young. So that had a big impact on you. So that is now going as well. So it kind of served a dual purpose there. Okay, let me go back in and see what else I can find for you. I hear a lot of yelling. Was your husband verbally abusive? No, not so much verbally. It just, I'm kind of one of those people pleasers that don't speak up for myself, don't, you know, kind of catch things and nip them in the bud just by Uh speaking up. So I Uh just stuffed a lot of stuff. So this is you with all the yelling that you never did. Yeah, probably. Okay, got it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's definitely there. Okay. So let me find... The word for this is rightful confrontation about defending your boundaries and and um, not so much demanding but asking for that respect that you offer others yes okay there it is wow because it, that came it was playing 
I'm sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say that it played out with him, and now I'm living with my mom after my divorce, and it's kind of the pattern is repeating itself because I'm not speaking Uh up. It's like, you know how it is when it's your mom, you know, you don't talk back to your mom, you don't say things to your mom, and I'm falling into that pattern. Like, I'm the little me, not the adult me, so. Interesting. This is very interesting. What I was going to say is that when I took that out, okay, so with the first one, it was red and then it turned orange. So that tells you where it originated from the first and second chakra, but the residue ends up in the heart center where the subconscious mind actually resides. Okay, so that gets planted there and then emanates outward to create your external experiences as a reflection of what's inside you. There's just no manual to tell us how to handle that. Now, in taking that out, it came out of all seven chakras with this rightful confrontation. And when it permeates all seven chakras, that tells me it's like a, a, a pattern, a lifelong pattern. And then you said what you said about you're with your mom and you're kind of withdrawing into young Julia and those expected behaviors with mom. Yeah. Now, is she is she the type of person that if you were to express yourself and say, you know what, I don't want to feel like a little girl. I want to feel like an adult when we talk, like, could you say that to her and have her and get that reassurance from her that she might want that too? Or is she controlling? She would, she would be controlling. She would turn it around that, you know, somehow, you know, for whatever reason, she's doing it this way. And, and I don't know, it would get turned around. It wouldn't just be me being able to express myself. It would be, okay, I feel this way. Well, well, this is why this is happening, and she would go off, but she doesn't ever actually um, take responsibility for her part in it. It's more just, sure, you know, this, these other circumstances is why this is happening. It's not me doing it. <laughs> so she doesn't no. even, like, say, okay, I understand that this is my part in the situation. She just turns it around. Yeah, it's all you. Somebody, somebody mm-hmm. else and someone else and anybody but her. So, yeah. Well, and she's also very strong energetically, and she pushes a lot of energy at you, even when she's not speaking. So let me see what I can do about that. Okay. Okay. Have you heard, have you heard me explain chords before? Yeah, I'm aware of cords. Okay, you have one too. It's an extra one, not the natural one that is created when, you know, when we're in our our mother's bodies, or or you know, interacting with our our. our we have cords connecting us with our parents naturally. There is an extra one, and this happens frequently with people who are controlling because they are energetically manipulating. And so they become masters at words and and different behaviors. Mm-hmm. But the real trick is a about manipulating you without even saying anything. And so there is a cord, and it generally appears in the left shoulder area. And for you, it's almost dead center between the spine and the scapula. And I have permission to remove that for you, okay? Thank you. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going to need your participation in this. Okay. Interesting. I need you to repeat after me. I release all forms of bondage. I release all forms of bondage. Okay. 
this is another big lesson. <laughs> yeah. I mean, just telling you that I felt my throat tighten up, just saying mm-hmm. it. Okay, I got it. And what I'm doing, just to give you a visual and so everybody just doesn't hear dead air. So in you saying that, there's picture, like a, a, a thick cord, and then there's prongs on it, right, that hook into your body, mm-hmm. basically. And so when you say that, those prongs straighten out, and then I can just slide it out. Otherwise, I would probably do some damage. You know what I mean? Like picture taking a fish, out, a hook out of a fish's mouth. Yeah. So picture that picture that little part that aims backwards to catch that smooths yeah. out on its own with with that yeah. release statement that you make, and so I can slide that out, and then with basically light, I slice off the end of it, and the hook part of it goes into Jesus's hand. He vaporizes that, and then I cauterize the end of the cord so that it can't grow back, and then I send it back to mom or whoever it came from, or past life, whatever the case is. So just to give you a visual of what just happened, um, you might feel something in that area. Let me look. I'm going to fill it with light because in taking that out, I don't want it to create a void, and I want real healing to occur. You know, really, I just want to feel comfortable in my own Again, to be able, you yes. know, people say about standing in your own power and speaking your truth and things like that. And, and that's really what I want. I just want to be me okay. and be okay with that, <laughs> you know, just, okay. you know, which sounds kind of crazy to say, but, you know. No, that's the old one. For some of us, it's a, it's a bit of a challenge to get there, but it's available to us. Okay, so let me see what I can do. Okay, there's a heavy investment in looking to other people, kind of like to see how you're doing. It like at you, you're doing okay. Like there's yeah. tension, you feel okay, but you actually seek approval outside yourself. Yeah. Okay, that's why you don't feel comfortable with your own skin. Okay. Pretty simple. Approval of others. Okay. As it relates to self-awareness. Okay. I get it. So even though you do a lot of spiritual work, there is this habit that you have where you use that as a barometer. There's the word. Yeah, yep. and then depending on what what faces you, what is reflected back to you, that's what that's your next springboard for the spiritual work you want to do. Does that make sense? I'm going to listen to that again in archive, so I really so that part sinks in. I can say I can say it again if you like to. So okay, that'd be great. Go ahead and say it one more time. Okay, no problem. There is a compulsion, and this is a coping mechanism from your childhood. And I can feel, and I'm looking at kind of like mom standing over you, and 
to you, she looks very big and frightening. And so that's where it started, where you don't know if you're in trouble. And I think you felt like you were always in trouble on the inside, even when you weren't. Mm-hmm. So you developed this compulsion to check her expression to see if you're being good or not. Okay. So this ties into your sense of self-worth. So then you get that sense from outside of you, from her, from whoever was in the family. And then that's just part of how you operate. And so it can go to employers, friends, husband, right? Okay. So you're using that as a barometer to see how you're doing, which is kind of like a flipped over version of self-knowing. So it's kind of like going around the outside where you, you look outside of you to see what the reflection is, and then you go from there. And then that determines what spiritual work you want to do next. Okay. Um, okay, so I can go in and get this now that you see it. Okay. All right. And it's pretty big. Yeah, and it's first, second, and third chakra. Makes sense. Empowerment creativity, groundedness, that's gone. Take a breath now. You know, it's like, it's like How do you feel? a part of me that's afraid to trust, to trust my own mm. inner knowing or inner guidance because it's like, well, what if I'm wrong? And then what? <laughs> you know? Right. It's like, you know, we. I know we have it within us to know what's right for us but I have this thing with trust, trusting myself, trusting mm-hmm. others, trusting God. There's like this mm-hmm. kind of underlying, well, what if I'm wrong? Do you have a meditation routine? No, um, every, sometimes, well, I, I pray. I pray for help. I pray for guidance, but I don't meditate. Um, I do like the guided meditation sometimes, mm-hmm. but not like That's on fine. a consistent basis. Right. It makes sense that you said that. I wanted to know if you had a, a meditation routine so that um, you could practice receiving guidance and getting to know what you can trust. What Because sometimes the ego will jump in and try to scramble things up, you know. But at yeah. the same time that I was thinking, like, oh, that would be good for her, Mother Mary was saying, pray to me. So mm-hmm. she would, so what she followed that up with is I, I want to work with her and I will support her and I will nurture her and help her mm-hmm. gain that trust. Feminine energy mm-hmm. is what you need and she will provide it. She's saying, she's saying, please um, communicate this for me. So I'm just going to repeat what she said. Okay. Beloved one, I understand the need for feminine nurturing. I understand that this was not provided in the way that you felt you deserved as a young girl. And so I am happy to step into that role. It is unlikely that your mother will change. And that is all right, beloved. But take my hand and I will guide you to your rightful place in self-knowing, self-nurturing, and trust in self. But you will have to trust me. And I would love to do that for you. Namaste. Okay, so. Wow, I just got a full body. Happened? I've got the goosebumps all over my arms and my legs. Full body chills? Yeah. 
Okay, yeah. so in my experience, she's kind of using herself as a proxy where she's saying, pray to me and trust me so, because she can't be trusted. And then that will come back to you to where you can trust yourself. Mm-hmm. Isn't that beautiful? It is. Wow. Mm-hmm. So just so just pray to her, and you know, mother, come comfort me, come heal me, come nurture me, and then just close your eyes and sit and let her do her thing. Okay. Beautiful. Wow. Also, have you heard the other segments with mother? No, not all of them. No. Okay. Well, she has. She put. She's putting together classes. She does teleseminars, and she has a guided meditation. If you go to her channel's name is Danielle Gibbons, and if you go to her website, BelovedPublications.com, and if you sign up to be in the community, then you will get for free a guided meditation to meet your spirit guides. And from what she just said that I relate to you, that tells me she's one of them. Okay. So it's my hope that you could do this and have an experience with her that will show you this is real, it can be trusted, and kind of give you a lift out of that, but I don't know, and, you know, am I right, am I wrong? You know, that, that, that kind of self-doubt, you mm-hmm. know? And, and you just sit. the only thing is you have to have peppermint oil, and you can probably get that on the, on the Internet. There's essential oil websites. Um, and she uh, instructs you to put peppermint oil on the palms of your hands, the chakras in your hands, and on the, the chakras on your feet. And it is very powerful. I had an amazing experience with that. So I thought that would be a nice idea for you to kind of have something to cultivate. And that will help you cultivate a relationship with her that is, for you, believable and reliable. Make sense? And she's yeah. saying yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Definitely. So, so you com. And what I did um, several times before she went off the air in my conversations with her, she would say something like, I love you, my dear. And it's very soft with that beautiful accent. So what I did was I took an excerpt of that out and made it on its own. So if you go to her page on my website, you can just press the button and hear her say, I love you, my dear. And that way you hear her voice, Aww. not just not not just mine, you know, <laughs> not that my voice is displeasing, but to hear her say, I love you, my dear, in this yeah. beautiful, lyrical way is very calming and is very soothing for me. And there's a couple things up there that I did. But yes, if you want to get more familiar with her, there are a, quite a few. I've been working with her for a year now on the air and there's quite a few segments that I think you would um, really uh, connect with. Okay. 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 One more thing to do. She wants me to go in and try to remove as much self doubt as I possibly can. So going into your third eye. Okay. Now I'm getting blocks to self-awareness. spiritual vision. Now I have a question for you. You had mentioned that like when your ex-husband calls, this fear comes up. Mm -hmm. What specifically? I know I got the root cause of it, but I want to get the secondary. 
what specifically is it about him that scares you? I guess I just don't want him to have any control over me anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't. I just feel like, you know, it's, yeah, it's like in my solar plexus, it's just like that instant fear. It's like it Got happens you. before. It's like as soon as I see his name, it's instant fear. I okay. just don't want him to have control over me, to be able to manipulate me, to. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go third chakra here. Does his name begin with a J? No, it's a K. My name begins with a J. You're the J. Is there anybody else with a J? Anybody anybody else in in your immediate circle? Just you with the J? Okay. Yeah. Got it. Oh, yeah, Julia. J, K. Okay. There's a room that came up. Let me figure it out. Oh, I see it. You disowned your power. That's where it's coming from. Okay. Yeah, let me take that out. Wow. Okay. Now I'm going to go for his energy in there. He took advantage of that big time. Yeah. Here we go. I was just informed now that I got that out of your third chakra, I can go around to the back and get the cord from him. Did you sometimes feel like you married your mother? I never really thought of it that way, but yeah, I'm sure it can. Yeah. Like the energy is kind of the same. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 I mean, I certainly followed a lot of the same behaviors with people pleasing. Uh-huh. And, uh-huh. You know, okay. So yeah, I can. I'm very well trained, unfortunately. You are. I. I mean, it's a shame to say, but you're. You were just so. Oh. Well, what's the nice word? Complacent? It's it's like, okay, okay, okay. And we've got to put an end to that. So let me get this. And there it is. My goodness. Right, It's plugged right into the back of the third chakra. Okay. All right. Repeat after me. You can't control me anymore. You can't control me anymore. Say it loud and proud. Just mean it. You can't control me anymore. Better. Got it. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah, in the throat. <laughs> Speaking it. Mm-hmm. Is your throat tickling? You want me to do something? Yes, please. That'd be great. Okay. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I'm a mess, huh? You're, <laughs> no, you're you're fine. You're fine. There's a lot of energy coming out. I'm going to let that dissipate, and then I'll go back and seal that up, and I'm going to go into your throat and see what we can get. There's a lot of tears. Try that out. 
I know my sinuses are like chronically congested. So, like that's from the third chakra stuff. Believe it or not, it's a, that's a sign of inner crying. Yeah. See if we can't clear that up. There's a lot of self-pity, too. Do you apologize to people a lot? Do you hear yourself apologizing way too much? Oh, God, yes. I used to always, all the time, somebody would yep. say something, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. It's like, you know, things and it's that not I your fault. no control over, that yeah, like, wasn't my fault. Yeah. But, yeah. But, but you feel this compulsion to say, to apologize for something you have no responsibility yeah. for. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Getting that out. Let's get that out. Yeah, it's like I don't even know when that started, but I've had a lifetime of apologizing for things that I Uh didn't have no control over or wasn't my fault or I wasn't even, you know, remotely connected with, but I was still, I'm sorry. Yeah, I I just got that. It's crazy when you think about it. It's like, why? Uh Why would I even do that? (laughs) I just got that it happened sometimes when you weren't even there, like you were blamed or not blamed. What's the word? It feels it feels like when maybe it's your mom, but it feels like when someone were to tell you something to happen when you weren't there, the energy was so strong and you're so sensitive that you felt like you were being blamed for it, or that you you were somehow able uh-huh, to make it yeah. somehow able to make it better by apologizing. Very interesting. Yeah. Okay. Let me let me seal up this back of the third chakra. I'm going to do that. That's done. <laughs> Okay. I just took out blocks to self-acceptance. And I think that's good for now. They're saying that that's plenty of um, energetic change for you. Take it easy. Like, be good to yourself. Rest. Drink plenty of water. <clears throat> if you want to take a salt bath, excellent. There's a document on my website that has tips and prayers and a, a lot of tools to help you uh, maintain energetic shifts, and I would recommend you go get that. It's in the free download section or in the heart clearing section, and um, you can download that and kind of add that to your toolbox. Okay. Okay, we'll do. Thank you. How so do you much. feel? Wow. Breathe, breathe now. <laughs> Tell me how you feel. Calmer, like more peaceful, just like smooth. You know, just good calm. deal. Mhm. Thank you. So you're wow. gonna you're gonna feel it. I mean, this was, this was nothing compared to. Um, I I could just keep going for a couple hours, but you'll definitely feel something, and I'm hoping that you'll see a difference in your sinuses very soon. Okay. Well, thank you. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Wow. You're so very welcome. If anything thought was gonna happen. Mm-mm. No, if anything comes up, you cry it out, and don't forget that when we let go of big things like this, that was a huge fear. That fear of annihilation. And so with that fear of annihilation, that's where you kind of made the decision to give away your personal power so that it would be like, but I, but I gave you all my power. Please don't hurt me. That kind of thing. Yeah. Wow. Um, that's pretty big. And when you let go of something that big, the body responds 
in kind, and so it can release in the form of tears, sweat, sinus drainage, frequent trips to the bathroom. Whatever takes place, just know that your body knows what it's doing, and it's doing it in response to this work today. And I know you've done a lot of spiritual work, and I think you've done a wonderful job. If, because I, I feel like I need to say this to you, if you feel like the why couldn't I figure that out on my own, it's because sometimes we need another human being to serve as the bridge for the people in the divine to do their work. And so um, a couple times I've needed to go to someone else so that they could facilitate. I'm just a facilitator for you. Does that make sense? So, yeah. so don't feel bad just because okay, you do yeah. a lot of spiritual work that, that this was your responsibility to figure this out and do it on your own. You, you wouldn't have been able to. Make sense? Well, thank you very much. I appreciate You're you welcome. being the bridge for me. And thank you, Mother thank Mary, you. for stepping in. So thank you. Wow. She's saying, I love you, dear. Oh. Namaste. <laughs> thank you. She's right here to my thank left. Thank you. Jesus is on my right. Beautiful. She's on my left. And Ezekiel's kind of like just below him on my right so they are here and they do love you and they'll be working with you and just get in touch with me if you need me okay okay we'll do thank you so much you're very welcome julia take care thanks you too bye-bye thanks bye-bye okay area code 904 you're up next bringing you live welcome hi there what's your name where are you from deborah i'm from florida as well Oh, really? Yeah. Deborah, Florida. Usually California dominates the show. It's cool to have some of my neighbors, you know? Yeah. What what part of Florida are you in, if you don't mind my asking? North Florida. Oh, uh, yeah, 904. Got you. Yeah. Okay. And what am I doing for you today? What would you like clear? What's bothering you? Oh, God, if you could uh, help me release uh, the fear that I have, that would be so great. Just like Julia, I feel like I've done a ton of work around this, and uh, it still keeps coming up. So, um, if, like I said, if you could help, that'd be so great. Okay. I don't know if you know anything about astrology, but um, I've got like a ton of planets in the 12th house. And um, so I've got a lot of issues around boundaries and uh, stuff that's um, kind of nebulous and uh, things I don't understand. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So. Well, my mom was an astrologer, but when it came to all that math, that kind of lost <laughs> my grip on my interest, even though I do have interest. And so when you get into houses and quatrains and conjunction, you know, and all that, all those degrees, and I understood it, but that wasn't the direction I really wanted to go in. What I was most interested in was people and their personality. So in my... I'm not an astrologer either. Um, That stuff is done by computer now. I know. Um, I did know an astrologer once who could do your chart right ahead and nail it every time. She was really cool, but she was... Um, not meant to be in my life permanently. Um, but it's, but so I basically study personalities and human behavior as it pertains to astrology. But let me ask them if they would like to offer some information in response to this. Give me a second. Okay. okay Jesus is talking. He wants me to relay. He's saying, yes, the issue with boundaries 
as a result of all of the planets in the 12th house is common. When there are planets spread out throughout the chart, that is where the individual has a little more balance. Charlotte understands this because of the cluster of planets in the upper left quadrant of the chart for her. For Charlotte, she had to do a lot of inner work, and this is where she mostly maintained her focus. For you, um, Deborah, I threw your name in there. Um, for you, this concentration then will be your focus, and I will guide Charlotte as to what to do to release some energy, although your chart cannot be changed. What we can do is work with you to develop new behaviors to get you through. Right. Okay. Right. Does that make sense? Any of that? Yeah. And like I said, I've been trying to work on that on my own and be stronger and develop mm -hmm. my own boundaries. But it seems like even if I have developed my own boundaries, that people will cross them just because they can and not care. Got you. And uh, luckily, I, nothing terrible has really happened to me. It's not like I've been assaulted or anything, thank God. But uh, Good for yeah. you. I only know a small handful of women who haven't been assaulted. As sad as that is. Okay. Yeah. Let me but listen and see. I have had see. weird things happen to me. Just, just like, just people doing strange stuff, and yeah, I get it. Yeah, I can, I can, I can see it. I can feel it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What's that? Yeah. Um, Not only also, that, but what? Like, like, um, kind of like spiritual crossing of boundaries. Are you talking about spirits? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll check that out. And see what I find and get rid of them if there's any. And then I'm making myself a note to explain something. Okay. All right. Let me check in and see what's to be done with regard to this. Okay. All right. That's not too bad. Do some work on you. Okay, the first thing they're going to have me do is I'm going to align all your chakras. Apparently, they're seriously out of alignment. Um, and that contributes to that feeling of lack of control. Not so much powerlessness, but a lack of control kind of feels like in any given situation, you're not quite sure what to do because there's like little variations. Okay. And then I'm going to clear up your energy bodies, the emotional body and the mental. Do you know what those are? Uh, I've heard of them. Yes. Yes. There's, there's different energetic bodies, the physical being the most dense, and then there's the emotional body and the mental body and I work with those to clear those up and as I do that I'm putting light into them and then emotional scars and bruises tend to heal and disappear same thing on the intellectual level um, hurts that might have occurred confusion self-doubt things like that get cleared up that also comes out of the causal body because of all of these um, opposing beliefs and uh, self-doubt 
thoughts and feelings, all of those things negatively aimed at the self that contribute to um, acts of self-undoing or lack of self-preservation uh, in, like, in the way that we prefer we had those, those aspects of our personality, then it comes out, that's all in the causal body, and then that's what brings all this together in your experience. So that'll be coming out of there as well. And then um, the last part of it is I'm going to go into your heart center and remove as many blocks to self-acceptance as I can because when we accept ourselves, and it, it's there, what happens is it gets covered up with layers of like fear, doubt, blame, shame, guilt, and all the other things I find. Perfectionism, whatever it is that's bothering, that's blocking that person. And then that self-acceptance is difficult to access, but it is there. And as I go, I'm going to do as much as I can now, but as I go, once I get that last block out, then I can see this bright pink flash and there's the self-acceptance. And when I did this technique on myself, it took some work, but I got there. And then once I could access that self-acceptance, then with it came confidence and self-assuredness and the ability to speak up. I know that makes sense, right? Yes, so absolutely. It's with, I'm so ready. It's, it's only with that self-acceptance that those things kind of become fortified. And I couldn't believe the difference. Um, and, and, and this is huge for me, not worrying about what other people think. I wish Julia was still listening. She hung up a couple minutes ago. Uh, but perhaps she'll listen to the archive. Okay, so <clears throat> this is where I want to go for you. I, just, I, I can't guarantee that I can do it all in five minutes. Let me see how far I can get with this. Mother just said, yes, you can make an impact, and she'll feel the difference, and this will inspire her to do more. Okay, good. Let's go in. So I'm going to align your chakras from bottom up. So, And if there's any damage or if I find anything along the way, I'll take that out for you, okay? Thank you. All right, you're welcome, sweetheart. Here we go. Damage to your first chakra. Okay, that's fixed. As a little girl, did you feel overwhelmed by the world and feeling like it was a big, scary world out there and most things kind of made you anxious? Yes. Yep. You see it? So now I can take it out. Sometimes when, you know, when we come into a body and we feel squeezed in this vessel, and we feel limited and trapped, and then we look out, and then there's this big, although it's beautiful, it's very big, and there's a lot of energy and a lot to process, and we just become overwhelmed by it. So it's not that there's something wrong with us that other people can run around the planet like like it's no big deal. Like, you know, who's, you know who fascinates me? Surfers, because I have a fear of deep water. And then to see surfers playing around like that and just feeling so so calm about it. But we, we tend to be overwhelmed by the amount of energy, and you are high-level energy sensitive. Does that make sense? Yes. Mm-hmm. That's why. Okay, so that was there, but I got it out. Now I'm going to move on to the others. Mm-hmm. Yikes. Okay. Third chakra is um, pulled back pretty, pretty bad. Okay, I'm going to do this very gently. They're supposed to be all centered along the spine. This is really pushed in. 
which would contribute to that sense of not being able to set and maintain boundaries. Okay. Who did this to you? How big is your immediate family? Um, I have an older brother and a younger sister. Oh, you're a middle child. Yeah. That makes sense. Were one of your parents absent? Were they what? One of your parents, were they absent? No. There's a distance from one of them. Is it your dad? Was he quiet or do you know what I mean by like a like a, a distance, whether it's physical or emotional? So if, if he's not physically absent, was there kind of like a distraction or did he work a lot? I would say the, the that would be more of my mother. That's her? Okay. Yeah, because I, even yesterday I was on the phone with her. And uh, I don't talk to her that often. And somebody else called and she said, oh, I have to take this call. And this is somebody that she talks to more often than me. And she does that a lot with me where it seems like, you know, I'll come over to visit and she'll get a phone call from somebody she talks to a lot. She'll go on the back porch and just start talking to them and it totally ignore me. Huh. Can't seem to capture her attention, huh? Let me see. Got to go down through the layers. Did you, I like to ask this in the form of a question because I, I see what I'm looking at, but I want it to come up easily for you. At any point in your life, did you kind of wish to be visible? To be invisible? Mm-hmm. Not attract attention to yourself? Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's what I'm looking at. So when mom does that, it's not as, what's the word? She doesn't feel she's doing anything to you. She, it, it's like a sidestep. Oh, hang on. I've got to take care of this. You know what I mean? Yeah. But there was this kind of thing you you initiated where visibility and that can contribute largely to um, what you're experiencing as well. So invisibility. Man, okay. Got it. Not if bad. you're invisible, okay. people can't cross boundaries, right? They can't hurt me. That's the assumption. But it would make it difficult for them to see you fully and know what your boundaries were. Make sense? Yep. Mm-hmm. So they don't know where the line is. And even though you can say it out loud, because that energetic barrier is not there because you made it invisible, they can't respond to it. So we respond to people verbally and mentally and, you know, all that. But energetically, that kind of tells us we're getting too close to that line. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then we support that with teaching others how to treat us, saying what's acceptable, what is not acceptable, maintaining that, 
and letting them know that there are repercussions for their behavior. You know what I mean? Yes. Okay. So we got the fourth. Everything's looking pretty good now. Fifth. Let me get any blocks to expression. Yep, there it is again. It's like that invisibility. Do you feel the people hear you talking, but, but they're not really listening? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or yeah, I feel like what I say is not important. Mm-hmm. Do you find yourself repeating stuff, too? Sometimes, yeah. Mm-hmm. Got it. Okay, there are some specific statements stuck in your throat. <clears throat> like people don't listen to me. I want to be heard. I'm going to I'm going to I'm not going to list them all just for your privacy, but I'm going to go in and get those out of there, okay? And say that say those okay. statements in your mind. Okay. Okay. Got it. Three more. Okay, there was something about unfairness, and there's. I'm, I'm going to describe this emotion with my words, but hopefully I'll pick the right ones that resonate with you. But it's a feeling of I really just want to climb on a mountain and swim at the top of my lungs. Make sense? Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. That looks good. Okay. Good. And then that is. There is the fear of, um, I know we're using words like boundaries, but there's a fear of not being able to. Like an indensiveness, right? Okay. I'm sorry, I said it one more time. It broke up. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, let me know if it broke up. Okay, so in your seventh chakra, there is a fear of that you're unable to defend yourself? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Mm-hmm. And there was Especially another side. Let me go. Then. The other side. Yeah. <laughs> There was a secondary, secondary layer to that thought. Let me tap back into that because I stopped to take a note and I probably shouldn't have. Okay. So there's a fear of indefensiveness and there's also a fear if you defend yourself that there will be even more trouble. That'll, that you'll yeah. make it worse. Right. Out of ignorance because I don't know what I'm doing. Got you. That I can, that I can make it worse. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Good. Nailed it. Let me get that out of there. Let me go get it. Okay. Got that one. And so, since you added, because you you feel that you don't know what you're doing, let me find that and get that out. Because on some level, 
you know what you're doing. You know what I mean? We just have to remember. Okay. Okay. Yeah. There's an anger associated with this that you should know more. Okay. Got it. Okay. Now I get this into alignment. Yeah, you really needed this. I really appreciate it, Charlotte. You're very welcome. really good. Everything looks good. I'm just doing a double check on everything. Really nice. Okay. Good. Got that done. Now we can do the energy bodies. And by the time I'm done with this, you're going to feel a lot calmer. Okay? Okay. Here we go. Okay. I'm going to start with the emotional body. Basically just putting light into it. And then as I said, uh, you know, things fall away. It heals. Um, it can it can present in different things like there there could be like tears or what have you, but then they heal up. So here we go. Okay. You might feel something, you might not, but that's it. Just know that it's happening. Okay. Is there something wrong with your knees, or do you just feel like a lot that you just want to fall to your knees and give up? Um, probably the second one. Okay, because it's there. Interesting. Do you do you sometimes have to fight with yourself to tell yourself to be strong, get up, keep going? Do you have to t- talk to yourself like that a lot? Yeah. Uh-huh. All right. The more light I put in, the stronger the structure gets. Because it's very floppy is the word I want to use, like liquid, okay. and um, and not firm is the word I, I, was, I was trying to find. So the more I do this, the more firm. So now that energy in the knee area of the emotional body is standing up tall, okay? Like the knees are locked, where before it was this feeling of just plopping and giving up. So that they're locked in position, Okay. Hips are locked as well. And the shoulders are squaring up now. This is interesting because picture like a silhouette of you, okay, filling up with blue light. And then the shoulders kind of, they were kind of folded in and then they went square and kind of solidified. And then the arms came out with the hands extended as in, no, you stop right there. That's what it looked like. So that's confirmation that this will have that kind of impact for you so that you have the strength to do that. Okay? Okay. That looks good. Okay, now the mental body. I think you might have to do, if you don't already, you might have to do a little exercise for yourself, like maybe write yourself notes, I am strong, I am capable, that, those kind of self-affirming mantras. Okay. That would, I, it would support this. Okay. And make you part of it, not just having stuff done on you. And even though I'm explaining it and you recognize it, but this would be a very good supportive technique of 
reaffirming who and what you are. All right. Okay, that looks good. Okay, now we're going to get both of these together. Generally, the way it appears is one is behind you, one is in front of you. And how can we be unified if, if that's all separated and not in line with the physical body? That comes the beautiful part. So we're getting those together. Okay, realigning that with the physical body so that every aspect of you is in the present. The physical is always in the present, but the emotions can travel through time, and so can the mind. Generally, our emotions are stuck in the past. The mind is racing towards a future that they hope is different. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. So then that, that creates a separation. And in that separation, we are if we're going in three different directions at once, how can we feel grounded, right? Right. Okay, so we're getting that all together. Beautiful. Okay, here's the fun part. Now I'm going to do the physical body. I'm going to put white light throughout your entire physical body. Now as that fills up the entire silhouette, let's, um, let me just stick to silhouette. As it gets to the top and starts to fill, what happens is it comes out of the top and shoots out like a fountain down and around you and then connects beneath your feet. What this does is it forms a bubble of protection. And this will protect you from people's insults, comments, judgments, as well as other things that might want to attack you because of your light. Okay? All right, here we go. And then I'm going to go check that out and see if there's anybody there. Oh, I was just told, yes, there is, Charlotte. Okay. Oops. All right. There it goes. Remember how I described that the, the white light will fountain down around you and connect beneath the feet? Yes. It did that 11 times. Okay. So you have like 11 layers of protection around you. Awesome. Thank you. Mm-hmm. No, well, that's just what happened for you. You needed it. What? It's different for everybody. Some, most people, it's only one. Some people can go to five, seven. Yours was eleven. Okay. Okay. Let me test it. Okay. What I like to test it by kind of throwing little arrows at it and watching them bounce off. <laughs> that bounced. Okay. Now let me. I'm going to kind of shield you and see who's around you. Okay, before I can do anything, I have to explain to you what Mother's saying to me. She reminded me of the note that I made to explain something to you. And what that note is, is, is to explain the positive aspects of these experiences. Even though they can be frightening, frustrating, and um, for some, uh, you have to use the word terrorizing. She wants me to explain that, yes, there are people around you. There are five. However, their actions are pushing you to step to the next level with regard to personal power and self-knowledge. Does that make sense, Deborah? Yes, yes. Okay. I went through it too. I don't know if you heard the segment where I explained it. Did you ever hear the Abram segments? No. Okay. Well, there's a, I have Mother Mary on the show, 
once a month. And the day before she comes on, there's another spirit named Abram. And he channels full body through his channel, Tom. And you can hear his voice. Um, sounds almost like a Spanish accent. And he's got a real direct way of teaching. And so something happened to me, I guess around six, seven years ago now, where I was asleep. I was in a dream. And I'm pretty lucid. So I'm in a dream. I'm, I'm doing my thing when I noticed there was some kind of disturbance. So I kind of look around. I kind of stop the dream like you would hit a pause button on a, uh, mm-hmm. on a movie. So I hit the pause button and I looked around and I realized it was my physical body. Somebody was messing with my physical body. So I came back down to my body. And when I looked, there was a man tapping my tailbone with the index finger on his right hand. So I climbed back into my body. I know, I know this probably sounds weird to a lot of people, but this is what I did. So I get back into my body just enough to use my vocal cords and growled at him to knock it off. So he went away. And he was very shadowy and dark, like a, like a charcoal gray type of look, not the pure white like a, a, a nice spirit might do. And away. And so he left, and I figured I was safe. So I went back up and finished the dream and did whatnot. So I presented this question to Abram, who answers questions on spirituality, metaphysics, the universe, aliens, UFOs. You name it, you can ask them anything. So I said, I want to look at this a different way because I felt very victimized and unprotected knowing who I speak with. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm just so angry about it. So I asked him, I said, did the spirit who did that do me a favor because I ultimately wound up healing. Oh, the the thing is, he was tapping my tailbone. And the next day when I woke up, it was very painful. And the day after that, when I stood up out of bed, I collapsed and hit the floor and had to crawl and get the door handle and try to stand up. And I was in excruciating pain for days until I did a meditative technique I know and I healed it. So my question to Abram, I wanted to put the right way and in a positive way. I said, did he do that to get me to get back in touch with my healing abilities? And did he do me a favor? And his answer was yes and yes, plain and simple. So I'm telling you this because Yes, people are poking at you and, and kind of messing with you. But I think yeah. it's kind of to get you angry enough to get clear so that you can claim your personal power, reclaim your personal power, and own your potential. Okay. Okay. Any questions? Um, so besides just saying to myself that I'm strong and capable, is there anything else I need to do? to shore this up and you're not prone to depression or are you just anxiety just anxiety okay that's better try to talk yourself out of anxiety by flipping it over to excitement that you can be excited to explore this new aspect of yourself that you can be excited to explore the world okay it's a big world but it doesn't have to be scary and so you can explore little things until you get comfortable trying things whatever However you want to do that, and she's saying you'll be guided. Mother's saying there are people coming into your life that will kind of open your eyes to new things. You will enjoy this new phase. Okay, so your life is about to change. So it's good that you called in today, and, and this is in preparation of those changes. So now you can handle that a lot more confidently. But people are coming in to introduce you to new things in your life and this be your kind of branching out and exploring. And um, as you do that, 
you get to know yourself a little better. So that would be very therapeutic. Mother just said, yes, Charlotte. Okay, thank you. And the reason I brought up the depression is people who are prone to depression, sadness, um, the, the, the darker feelings that kind of weigh you down, that provides the in for spirits like that to get at you. So with this bubble of protection, um, they won't be able to have as much impact, but I'm going to get rid of them now. And what I'm using as my main weapon to make them go away is love. So if you feel that these things are around you, you can just visualize them and then with all your heart, all your heart, pull God's love down into your heart and then you kind of laser it right at them. They don't like it. The reason they oh, do this. Is I have heard that before and I'm scared to do it. It sounds like it feels like love would be an in for them. For no, my- well, here. Let me let me straighten that out for you because yeah you have some information but let me let me kind of unfold it for you. Okay, your light is what attracts them. The reason they're attracted is because they haven't um, had enough incarnations to really experience God's love from a human level. So as we go through incarnations, that light gets brighter and brighter with whatever we learn. Right? They're younger than we are. Old souls have old soul is determined by the number of incarnations. So you've had a lot. So you have a bright light. These souls are kind of not young as in age, but in the number of incarnations that they had. So picture their energy is a little colder. They lack the warmth that you have because of that bright light. With me so far? Yeah, it's funny that you mentioned cold because that's how I feel. And not physically Mm -hmm. either. It's like an internal cold and darkness. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's them. And it's cold, that adjective is used to describe, like, the intensity of their energy. Of course, there's going to be a much more vibration in warmth. There's going to be much more energetic movement for someone who knows God's love and, and has cultivated that light within themselves. But they are cold. And on the darker side, not I don't want to say evil or anything like that. But it's just more on the shadow side. Mother wants me to say shadow. So they're kind of shadow people. And then they get jealous because you have done all that work and you have that light. And so they kind of poke at you, so to speak, because they're jealous. But they also understand that there is purpose to this. So the positive aspect of this is that these shadow people push us to fulfill our potential. That might not be their, let me ask, is that their specific intention or is it just a blessing that comes out of a negative experience? Yes. Okay. So they have free will and they can do things. But, you know, that saying that in every bad experience, God makes something positive happen. I'm now, I know I'm saying that the wrong way. Mm-hmm. But But this is their way of using their energy to help you. So that's why they're quote unquote allowed to do that. If that's a question on your mind, like why, how do they even get away with it? Because it it does push us because at the time that I had that experience with that spirit tapping my tailbone, I kind of got bored and wasn't doing much healing work back then. I just got bored with it. I don't know why. I don't remember now. I might've been angry at somebody who knows. But it was not wrong, 
it was a misstep for me to kind of say, ah, I don't, I don't want to do that for a while. And I'm going to take a break or whatever I declared. You know what I mean? But apparently yeah. other people needed me to do things for them. And so I had to kind of take it back. And the only thing that would get me to take it back is if somebody hurt me to that degree where I had to fix it myself. You know what I mean? Spent yeah. a lot of time very, very angry and feeling like a victim. And why wasn't I protected from this? Well, because I probably wouldn't have listened if somebody said, oh, we want you to go back to doing healing work. No, I really don't want to do that. You know what I mean? So that's the way it went. Okay, so let me get rid of these guys for you. One of them was actually like a dark angel. I don't know what that's about. I'll ask in a minute. Saw wings. Okay. That gives me a lot of anxiety, actually. Okay. She's going to talk to me about this. There were wings. He's actually an angel of healing. And he has purpose and knew what he was doing. Now, when I when I put the love in his direction, he smiled and flew away. That's how I saw wings. Okay. Yeah, it's funny okay. that you mentioned that when you had your experience that it, uh, it, it moved you to go back to healing. Because when I first started having these experiences, it moved me to to learn Reiki and that kind of thing. And, mm-hmm. and uh, I haven't actually done anything with it yet because I go to a Reiki exchange group for over a year and I just haven't seen any changes. And I thought, you know, if I start doing Reiki for money and people, I, I'm not, people aren't seeing a difference. Then I, it just seems like it's not right to charge people for it if they don't feel it or see a difference. Well, you can't control the level of sensitivity in others. If if you've listened to the show for a while, I'll sometimes ask people, how sensitive are you? You know, and the more sensitive people, um, some have said, even on the air, I just felt everything you did to me. They could feel it. No matter where I was, which chakra, they felt all of it. Some people don't have that. Some people don't have any. So I have to ask you know, for trust, this is what I'm looking at, this is what I'm doing, in case it makes them nervous. In your case, do the Reiki. Practice on people, you know, just like like I'm doing, just to be again because I enjoy it, you know what I mean? You can do that. Yeah. Um, know that it's working, yeah. even if even if their level of recognition is quite with their pain. Look at it this way. The Reiki work that you're sharing, but they're paying you for it. If they book you for an hour, you charge for energetic exchange. You have to have an otherwise it's going to be imbalanced. If you don't charge, then, and that would be your choice. At some point, some part of you is going to feel out of whack, like this isn't right, like I'm giving all this energy and I'm not getting any back back to you, whether it's in the form of money or a trade or genuine appreciation, it still comes back to you. Okay. Is that okay. helpful? All right. Yes. Thank you. Do the Reiki. You're great at it. 
And but okay. you know what? Another thing I have to say: people are, are all different, like I just said. So you're going to meet people who chase after that stuff, and they just really like that someone is doing something for them and working on them towards the goal of healing. But what they really want is the attention. Okay. All right. So someone like that isn't probably going to take the time to sit after a session with you and say, how do I feel? Do I feel different? Unless it's this major stark difference. Like they felt like a troll one day and now they feel like a unicorn. You know what I mean? It would have to be a major night and day contrast. That's really not the purpose of this stuff. That's It can't be spectacular. Some people look for spectacles, as Jesus would say. We want to see miracles. We want to see cool stuff. But those are really spectacles. The, the real miracle is in the healing and trusting that it is taking place. It, it, it did happen. And then you're in line with that. So there are some people who chase after attention. There are some people who desperately want to heal but don't know how to get so grounded in their body that they're aware of subtle energies moving around. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then there are, there are some who are a dream to work with where they can tell you exactly what's what's happening, you know? Yeah. They know they're shifting. They know what's coming up and out. And, and those are great, but we have to help everybody with equal commitment. But But don't feel bad. You know, how long have you been doing the Reiki? About a year. That's good enough. As long as you've been consistent and you approach it the same with this appreciation for the gift and the ability to share it, you know, and and know that you're working with spirit. You're not working alone. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. You, yeah. you have a team. You have a team of people. You just can't see them with your eyes. That's all. But when you follow your intuition... Let me go in. Did I do intuition? Um, I did self-awareness. Let me go in and see any blocks to intuition. I'll just do a general sweep. Okay, there's also a particle cloud in front of your forehead. I'm going to remove that. And I'm also... Okay. Depending on our experiences, sometimes static is created in the line that connects our higher self to us and the chakra system. And there is okay. static in, in that line due to fear. And I'm going to remove that so that you can download from your higher self much more information and self-knowledge. Okay? Okay. That's pretty good size. Okay. That line is lighting up now, so there's stuff downloading right now. It's coming in slowly. I'm just going to watch it and make sure it gets through and doesn't need my help. Yeah, now it's connected to your chakra system and it's flooding your chakra system. You're reconnected. You're good. Static's going. How do you feel, honey? I feel better than when I called in. My first call. Sound different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sound very different. Good. Good for you. you that so was a much. lot of work. You're very welcome. You're very welcome. And if you take note, 
of any changes that you feel, um, changes in your thought patterns, um, a lessening of negative self-talk, um, an increase in self-esteem, an increase in this capability, not so much, it's, it's not about going from one extreme to another when we have boundary issues. It's about finding that mid-ground, that peace, and, and that awareness that should something adverse happen, that we can address it appropriately, such as a cashier at a store being rude. You can, you can just smile and calmly say, excuse me, I don't think I like your attitude. And that's not the same as an attack. That is real, really just communicating. I don't know if you lost a loved one or if you're having a bad day or if you're in pain, but you're taking it out on me. Whatever, whatever words that takes. But you can address mm-hmm. something without being offensive to the offender. And that's real power. Right. Okay. But, it, but you grow into it. You kind of settle into it. And um, But just take notes, keep a log, get that document from the website. That's got a lot of good stuff in it. And good luck to you. Thank and I you hope you so see much. a difference real soon. You're very welcome. Take good care. Thanks. Bye. You're welcome. Bye-bye. All right. That is all the time I have today, ladies and gentlemen. And I will pick this up again in the new month. Join me on the first and third Wednesday of the month, the first Thursday of the month, and I'll see what other additional segments I can add. You'll be notified by Blog Talk Radio when I do if you follow the show here or if you follow the show on social media. You can follow me at at Char Spicer on Twitter, on Facebook. Go to Spiritual Insights Radio, my professional page, where you can listen to segments right there on the page without having to leave Facebook. You are encouraged to join my Uh, closed discussion group, the Spiritual Insights Forum. If you want to discuss um, these topics with like-minded people, other listeners, you're welcome to join, and I would love to interact with you when I'm able. Okay, and that's all we can do for today. So until next time, God bless and be at peace.